This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Hope you're well. This week's podcast was actually recorded a couple of weeks ago um, in Newcastle, just by the Cenotaph. Um, All of that will become relevant and you'll find out why in just a moment. But it is really important you understand that this was recorded a couple of weeks ago. Some of the things uh, we talk about in the podcast, we're talking about as though they're happening now. They're not. They happened a couple of weeks ago. So the the things that have taken place have taken place, I'm afraid. But I still think this is a really interesting podcast for you to listen to, not because of the things we're talking about, but because of who I am talking to. Another note, for the very first time in cultural quarter of an hour podcast history, I have had to put beeps over something. There's no swearing, don't worry, we're we're not swearing on this podcast but to protect Peter, who gave me his uh, RAF number, which he then confessed to me he uses in a way, well, you'll understand when you hear it, but I have beeped out his number, but I have kept in the story because it is a lovely story. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Peter Hambly, and I'm chairman of the Newcastle under Lyme Royal Air Forces Association. It's a special year this year, isn't it? It is that. It's the 100th anniversary of the RAF. In 1918, the Royal Flying Corps and the Royal Navy Air Service were merged under the leadership of Major General Hugh Trenchard to form the Royal Air Force. And what are you doing to, to celebrate this this year? In March, there were three tokens which were going to go round the country. The idea being to commemorate the 100th anniversary and raise money for three Spitfires that would be used for demonstration purposes. Model uh, Spitfires, of course, because of the cost. And the the extra money that would be uh, collected would be used for the charities of the RAF. Um, These tokens went around the country. The Midland uh, token went around uh, for quite a while, eventually arriving at Market Drayton uh, last week. And they had it for a week, and this Saturday gone, they brought it up to us at a ceremony by the Guildhall. Um, we had there to receive the token the Deputy Lieutenant of Staffordshire and the Mayor of Newcastle. Um, We had three veterans there uh, who were all above 95 years old. The three veterans were Jim Wilds uh, who had been an expert on Vulcans 
Bert Turner and Tom Irons. They received the token from the Lord Lieutenant and we all then went back to the Tri-Services Centre for refreshments. How important is it to you personally to, to mark this centenary? Um, well, it, it's very important to me personally. Um, although I was just um, uh, a national serviceman, that, that was one of those poor lads who were called up. There's no just about it though, is there? <laughs> I was just national service. You did your bit. I did a bit. <laughs> but in a way, uh, I was a fraud. Uh, you see, I went in and I did um, the basic training, which is uh, quite, um, quite a stressful operation when you're a young man. <laughs> uh, I then went down to RAF Yatesbury where they said that um, I had to be trained to be an air radar fitter. Uh, because at that time they were bringing in the, the V-bomber squadron in preparation for the Cold War, you see. And um, yes, I did my nine months, I did the training, and I came out as junior technician Hambly Peter five. Never forget that number, will you? It is ingrained on my brain. I use it for my... my... Um, um, security at home as well. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be. <laughs> I might have to edit you, that you bit better out. Edit, you better edit it that out, but it means that I never forget. <laughs> I might just edit the number out so that we can keep that in because I quite like that. You like that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we were in the uh, so-called Cold War. Uh, and I was at a camp in um, Yatesbury where, where I was training, but I was a racing cyclist at the time, and um, they decided that I should be uh, um, help the flying officer who was the, um, the, the, the sports, uh, um, uh, what would we call superintendent, and uh, he, know, he knew nothing about racing, so he, he handed it all over to me, you see. So uh, I, I took it up, and um, we had a very, very good racing team in um, Yatesbury. And um, we had all sorts of perks because of this. Um, we were allowed special um, food in the mess room after we'd been training. Uh, we were allowed time to go off training. We were uh, allowed to avoid some of the parades. So it, it was very, very, uh, very, very important to us. And um, then we would go racing. We would go cycle racing around the camps. We'd go to different camps where we were allowed to uh, um, stay in, in a transit billet where there was no interference uh, and then we would go off to race uh, special food and back and um, one of my best uh, situations was when we ha were representing tech training command and um, 
I and uh, three or four others went down to Hearn Hill, which was the track in London, and uh, we raced for Tech Training Command, and we won. And uh, I was issued with my colours, and that's the badge I wear on my blazer when we go on parade now. And not many people have seen that badge. You sound very proud. I am very proud of that badge, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, you've mentioned the Spitfire. You can't talk about the RAF, the Spitfire, without you know our local links to it as well. No, that is true. And um, I, I, I do feel something about that. And um, I have been boring people recently about the fact that uh, they don't represent North Staffordshire. Uh, I have recently been to the film Spitfire and uh, I enjoyed the film. It was very good. It described the Spitfire and the way it was developed by Reginald Mitchell. But Reginald Mitchell, as portrayed in this film, was sick and he was uh, working in very difficult circumstances. He, uh, he used to watch the birds and so on and so forth. And there was nothing about his formation. Now his formation was in North Staffordshire. And uh, it was my intention when we had the token up here in uh, Newcastle and Stoke to take the token to all the places associated with Reginald Mitchell. So today we've been up to his birthplace, up at um, Talk, uh, Butt Lane, isn't it? Butt Lane. And um, we've had photographs there uh, and um, we're all prepared there. Uh, on Tuesday we're going to the Supermarine Engineering Company. Um, up at Burslem. Now, uh, uh, not many people know about that, but um, Mark Harris uh, went down to um, Southampton and with great initiative managed to get the brand name for the Supermarine Engineering Company, which is now situated in Burslem. Um, we're going round there on Tuesday. We will take the token there and we shall have it on display uh, there. So we're highlighting the fact that we've still got this uh, association with Spitfire because uh, Mark Harris um, manufactures spares for Spitfires and other vehicles and so on which are sought after. After that he was um, a student at Hanley High School uh, where he did very well in maths and science. After his um, maths and science at 16 he moved to Keir Stewart locomotive engineers in Fenton. He did night school in Fenton and after that took experience in Brookfield foundries and in the um, Keir Stewart drawing office. So at 22, his formation had been made in North Staffordshire.
Um, he then went off to Southampton, and everybody knows about what happened in Southampton. <laughs> Obviously, we've got the, the token is here. We're doing lots of celebrations. What would you say is going to be the highlight or has been the highlight for you for this centenary year? Um, well, I, I, from my point of view, uh, I've got a wonderful team. And we've had a lot of work. And uh, the highlight will be uh, on uh, Saturday when we go to the Spitfire Gallery in Hanley. Um, we're taking the token there on the Friday. It will be on display all day Friday and it will be there Saturday morning. Uh, by Saturday afternoon we will have um, a visit from the uh, Deputy Lieutenant of Staffordshire, the Lord Mayor of Stoke-on-Trent and this uh, token will then be presented over to the representatives of the leak branch of the RAF Association. Uh, it will then go by uh, vehicles to leak. The, we've got a number of classic cars which we are able to uh, park on the uh, foyer in front of the uh, museum and um, they will all go off in convoy and when they go I shall be very happy. <laughs> happy because it's not your responsibility anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add? Um, I'd just like to say how much support I've had from the uh, the, the people in North Staffordshire. Um, I didn't mention the fact that um, after the um, meeting with the Market Drayton uh, group, we went down to the Tri Services Association in Hassel Street, and uh, they have been very supportive. They put on a very very nice. Uh, um, refreshments for us and um, they have supplied um, uh, motorised wheelchairs for our three veterans um, we had a lovely cake uh, with the logo on made by one of their members and um, they've been very supportive Yeah, and that is Peter I have every intention to have more chats with Peter because I think he's got some fascinating stories which he wasn't quite telling me i want to hear more about him cycling uh certainly because he's still he cycled to meet me actually doing the interview a couple of weeks ago he was cycling to meet me so i think peter's got a lot more stories to tell and i hope he will tell us them very soon as always get in touch you know how to do it facebook cultural quarter of an hour podcast twitter at cqh pod is where you will find me and of course the next podcast will be here on wednesday and i can tell you what the podcast is about because i've already recorded it i spent some time with the guys at feral spaces transforming a part of the city that i have never been to before You'll hear all about it next week.